The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Toy and welcome once again to It Came From The Radio, the official show of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me. Hurry up, hurry up. our studio. We have a senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Yabba, Toy Story 3. And 4, Toy Story 4. Well, I like 3. Okay. 3 was better. And we have uh, from GHR, Zambo, the engineer. Hello. This week's show. Sorry. <laughs> Should I clarify? <clears throat> This week's show, we're going to be talking about the Big Apple Christmas Con, which just happened this past week, despite the fact that we're recording live on tape, because mm-hmm. I believe this is going to air in uh, 2020, and we yes. are before 2020. Dun, 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 dun. And since Charlie is here, we're going to talk about the, what is it, the unearthly, what was it called? No, it's uh, the the who, uh, L.I. L- 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 who, an unearthly convention. See, I knew it had unearthly in it. Yeah, sure did. You were close. You're and close. also... The um, Sopranos pre-party that you went to hey. for the Sopranos con. Oh, my God, yes. Because you went to a lot of stuff, and you haven't been here to talk about it, so now you're here. I'm going to talk about that stuff. But before right, we do that... Right here, right now. Before we do that, I'm going to take it away with the news. The news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con. I'm going to share the official way to show of celebrating over 24 years of conflictness and pop culture stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Um... Their next convention, which is going to be on April 4th and 5th of 2020, the headliners are none other than Jason David Frank, the original Green Power Ranger, and just announced, Jim Lee is going to be there. No, not Jim Lee. Yes, Jim Lee. So, the Jim Lee. That's going to be, yes, the Jim Lee is going to be there, and they're already selling tickets now. And And tell everybody what he's famous for, Mark. Jim Lee is famous for Jim Lee, one of the one of the people who revitalized the entire comic book industry. Um, he was one of the founders of uh, Image Comics, and then he went on to be uh, one of the head honchos at DC Comics. He's in charge of his little what was it Wildstorm, and nice. he merged with DC Comics, and he's one of the head honchos over at DC Comics. So, uh, yeah, I can't Jim wait Lee. to talk to Jim Lee. That's um, awesome. That's a uh, tickets on sale now. I know they have like special deals and stuff for that, but. April 4th my birthday. April 4th and 5th. So for your birthday, happy birthday, you get to talk to Jim Lee. Maybe I'll win tickets for that. Yes, maybe you'll win <laughs> tickets for that. <laughs> We're going to be giving away tickets at our live show, so... Oh. I know, I know uh, we'll be... Um, at one of the live shows, we're going to give away tickets for that, because Mike Carbonaro always is nice enough to give out tickets. I like Mike Carbonaro. Um, so let's start off with the uh, news. Let's see. Oh, I forgot to mention. The Patreons. Yes. Oh, God. got to give the shout-outs. My God. The hollers for dollars. Four. Uh-huh. Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Kyle Horn, Millie Portez, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unji Kun, and Shadow Rabbit Art. I wait for that name. <laughs> you know, he was at a, did you actually see him meet him yet? Because he was at a convention that you were at. No. Oh. Oh. All right, good job. Good job. <laughs> but he still gets a shout-out. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want your own little shout-out, 
Go to www.patreon.com, look up a game from radio in the search bar, and just for a measly dollar a month, you can uh, be a fan of our show, and you get a shout-out every week. On the show. All right. Yeah. Just so, a shout-away. Starting off with the sad news. Oh, man. Um, this is a biggie for me. Go ahead. Wait. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Actor Danny Aiello. Oh, God. Oh, wait. All right. I was right. I was like, yeah. oh, there's somebody else? Um, I forgot. He passed uh, recently, he died recently following a quote-unquote brief illness. And as of this recording, no word on what that illness was. Uh, Danny appeared in such films as... Here we go. Godfather Part 2, Fingers, Blood Brothers, Defiance, Hide in Plain Sight, Fort Apache the Bronx, Choo Choo and Philly Flash. Uh, sounds interesting. Blood Feud, Once Upon a Time in America, The Purple Rose of Cairo, The Stuff. I love that movie. Uh, the Protector with Jackie Chan. That was his first foray into the um, Hollywood uh, as, a, as a lead actor. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Man on Fire, The Pickup Artist, Moonstruck, The January Man, Do the Right Thing, Harlem Nights, Jacob's Ladder, Hudson Hawk, The Cemetery Club, Lean on the Professional, Two Days in the Valley, The Last Dawn, and The Last Dawn Part 2, Mambo Cafe, Lucky Number Slevin, Dolly Baby, and Making a Deal with the Devil, just to name a few. Yeah. Of note, he was the father of stuntman actor Danny Aiello III, who died in 2010, and in 2014, uh, Danny published his autobiography called I Only Know Who I Am When I Am Somebody Else, My Life on the Street, Stage, <laughs> and in the Movies. Um, and as another thing, his nephew is Michael Kay, the sports guy for oh, the cool. New York Yankees. I didn't know that they were related. Danny, um, Danny was a, uh, a just a typical New Yorker. You would see him when I worked for ABC. I walk on Columbus. Uh, he would be sitting in one of those outdoors. Yo, Danny, go. Hey, how you? You know how you doing? Uh, just a, a a nice guy, no, normal New Yorker, and uh, and you could tell because, you know. It's that thing we New Yorkers have when yeah. we talk to each other. You know, it's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, yo, 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 He was a spry 86. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Very successful, though, with what yes, he's done. Yeah. A lot of, lot of big repertoire. Yeah. By the time you hear this, you probably know what the cause of death would be. Yes. At this but point, yeah. Right. At this point, we do. we're talking in the future now for yes. people in the next year, if it comes. Because <laughs> why not? Um, moving on. From the let's wait till after the work is done to fire them department. Moving Picture Company, the animation studio behind Life of Pi, Watchmen, and more recently the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, has closed its Vancouver studios recently. For those of you not paying attention, um, MPC, Moving Picture Company, was responsible for the original and widely hated Sonic look in the upcoming film mm. and went back to redesign the character, which, of course, pushed back the release date of the film by a few months, costing Paramount a few million dollars. Execs say that the announcement came in email to the staff, citing external market pressures. On the flip side, uh, MPC still has studios in Montreal, London, Los Angeles, and India, which are still up and running as this day of recording. Now, they say they lost about 800 employees. Just got out the door with the whole studio collapsed. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's not good. Um, that's not I good feel at all. for those people. I that, do feel for them. That's, that's, is that, are you speaking from uh, experience there, Charlie? That, that something like that happened to you? When I got laid off from ABC, <laughs> um, Disney laid off 200 people. They called it Black Monday. That is black, black, black. <laughs> Whatever yeah. the day it was that they got. Um, so the fans got what they wanted. Yes. Yeah, so but now, at what cost? And, and, <laughs> and the thing is, 
That movie's still not going to make any money. That's the sad part. It's going to make some, but it it's not going to make the money. Listen, all, well, I'm gonna, all I'm going to say is Jim Carrey's going to need back surgery from carrying that movie. I know. <laughs> That's all. Just I know 800 uh, people uh, who won't go seeing that. Oh, wait. Mm. It's not working. Hit the middle button. That and one. then the one to the right. And then there we go. Hey! There you go. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on from the... That's a lot of nuts! Um, ...department. Frozen 2, speaking of Disney, has become... Disney's sixth film this year mm-hmm. to cross the one billion with a B dollar mark. Great. According to reports, the film has pulled in three hundred as of this recording, three hundred and sixty seven million dollars domestically and over six hundred million dollars in international mm-hmm. markets and counting, which makes it the eighth highest grossing film of this year Woo. only of this year. With the other seven being in no particular order. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Avengers Part 4, Aladdin, the new one, Toy Story 4, the new Lion King, and the second, third Spider-Man movie, as well as Joker. All Mm. $1 billion movies of this year alone. Wow. And they say no one's going to the movies. Um, Of note, again, as of this recording, uh, Frozen 2 is the 48th highest grossing film of all time, Mm. and the original is sitting at number 37. So, uh, yeah, eight movies. One billion dollars. Yay, Disney! One one year, and no one's yeah. going to the movies. The movies on a decline, and you know it's crazy. And they're, and they're still bitch, bitching about that John uh, whatever. What's the movie that they uh, made? Well, well, oh God! Which it, one was it? I wonder if we have to edit that out. Nah, um, I I, I had it in there, nah. but you know, senior John moment. Wick. No, the um, John Carter. Yes, thank there you. There you go. Well, they already yeah they count that as a loss. And yeah. as a matter of fact, I, I do remember that Disney did say that they were at a loss for this year because of... Um, oh, stop yeah. it! No, a because, loss. They um, didn't reach the trillion dollars. Because yes. of... Um, we didn't we, reach we, the empire status. We announced this because they, they, they fault the, the purchase of Fox. That all the mm. all that Fox movies that, that tanked affected mm. their bottom line, such as the X-Men movie and uh, a couple of other Fox movies that came out and nobody wants to see Maybe it. they should have waited. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, um, wait. So moving on, let's moving see. Moving on. From the... It's Morphin' Time! According to early reports, the Power Rangers are getting another chance at a theatrical reboot with the story involving a time-traveling element that brings the kids back to the 90s. And in Back to the Future fashion, they have to find a way to get back to the present. Uh, no word on the cast uh, or if any Great of the original Scott! series actors <laughs> will appear. So they're going to go back, which means that they are going to meet the original Power Rangers. Of course, they would be too old to be the original Power Rangers at the time. But still, it's something. So I'm going to give it a uh, benefit of the doubt. See what happens when it comes out. All right. Wow, um, that was a poem. No, I didn't even. <laughs> didn't You're a poet and it. didn't know it. Yes. Ow. <laughs> Ooh, careful. <laughs> um, and moving on for the last bit of news. From the... That's a lot of nuts! ...department. <laughs> Julian's Auctions just sold an original cape worn by Christopher Reeve in the original 1978 Superman film for mm. a measly $193,750. Man. Which sets a new world record 
for the most expensive superhero cape ever sold at an auction. You know, I had uh, I had that much mo- I had that amount much money just now <laughs> with an extra that dollar. That amount much money. That amount much much. <laughs> I, I had that amount him. of money plus yeah, well, one I, more dollar, and I could have won that along. if yeah. only if only I. One hundred ninety-three seven hundred fifty-one dollars. Yep. You yep. would have had it. Yeah. I would have had it. I would have had it. Actually, it'd be six uh, forty-nine dollars. Um, <laughs> the cape had only been seen publicly once before. In 1979, when it was used as a part of a worldwide contest to promote the movie's release in 1979, with the grand prize being one of the six original capes made and used in the film. Uh, The item also included a letter from DC Comics president, as well as editor and publisher, and a copy of a photo of Christopher Reeve choosing the winner from back then. That's cool. So $493,000, you got a nice little... Thing, of course, it makes me wonder, what would you do with that cape? Like, you're not gonna wear it. You can't wear it. Run mm. the house, running around the house, and you jump off like the sofa. And the, <laughs> yeah, that's the bed, and you go. That's worth a hundred ninety-three thousand dollars. Yeah, that is pretty ridiculous. So it, I mean, we've talked about collectability before, and it, it is, you know, one of six, which was in the movie, but still, it makes me wonder, what, what exactly are you gonna do with? Okay, that cost you one hundred and ninety-three thousand dollars. One hundred and three ninety thousand. Yeah, one hundred three ninety thousand. One hundred three ninety thousand. Jeez, one hundred three ninety thousand dollars checks. That would have been great. That would be. That would be beautiful. Just so confusing to me. Yeah. (laughs) So that's it for the news. A little short news because we have tons of stuff to talk about. Yes, tons. So we're going to take our break. We'll be right back. We came. I promise. Radio. Hi, this is Sue Lee from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at Hotmail.com. Hey everybody, this is Todd McFarland of the Record Setting Spawn comic series. And if you're looking for any kind of cool conversation about creators, about entertainment, about all that good stuff, you go to It Came From The Radio. You're listening to the right spot. Hey, guys. I'm Christy, and I'm here to make the coolest custom cake for your next event. I also do cake pops, cupcakes, cookies, you name it. So if you're searching for the perfect birthday gift, preparing for your big day, or maybe there's nothing coming up, but your sweet tooth may have just given your brain a swift kick because of me. Give me a call at 631-606-8166 or follow me at Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y. Thanks. Hey, guys, this is Kari Payton. You're listening to It Came From The Radio, so keep listening. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to It Came From The Radio, official the Big Apple Condor Show with Mark Doris, Beacon Love, our senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino, and Sambo, the engineer. Hello. Um, as Ooh. I mentioned before, this week we're going to be talking about the Big Apple Christmas Con. Yes. The Sopranos pre-party, because we've already talked about the Sopranos Con. And the Doctor Who, the unearthly... An <laughs> unearthly <laughs> convention. 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 Yes. I was going to say convention, but I thought there was something else in between. I thought there was that. too, but then I'm like, wait, no, there's not. <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing L-I, all that. It was called L.I. Who, an unearthly convention. Yes. Right. That thing. We're going to be talking about that. Yes. Let you know, you know I said let's talk about Sopranos first. Yes. But uh, because you forgot that, <laughs> I'm changing my mind. All right. We'll so, talk about Doctor Who first. So, Charlie, you went there during the busiest, for us, weekend 
Oh, my God. There was yeah. four events going on. Yes. And we already talked about the other ones. Yeah, and we we actually were assigned geologically, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah. And you were uh, close to this. So you won. You got to go yeah. to that one. Yes. And you've covered it for the past four Oh, my years? God. Yeah, I've Has covered it, it since since the inception. I can remember since I'm here. Yeah, because yeah. um, Ken Deep's a really cool guy. Oh, very cool, yeah. And he's been doing it for a while. And yeah. And, you know, I tell him, come down to the studio. But then as we get closer, I forget because, you know, I'm always doing shows yeah. week by week. And then I'm like, oh, crap. And it's already and it's too know, late. The, the great thing about Ken is, like, you can see how everybody just, you know, loves Ken when they walk. You know, aid the people he have working for him and, yeah. and uh, the talent. And, and he's just so cordial and hospitable and uh, just a great guy. He He's always been a great friend to this show and he'd... Uh, you know, make us feel at home there, and uh, it's it's like a family there. So. so shout out to Ken. Hell yeah. And what did you do? Who did you see? What happened there? And we're going to be running interviews at a later time, right? Yes, we are, and I got a lot of good ones. Well, um, I was really thrilled this time because I got to see uh, Louise Jameson. Okay. Now, to everybody here and to the kids out there um, who are not Doctor Who but science fiction fans— uh, Louise Jameson was the, she played um, the companion from 77 to 78. Okay. Yeah. And that was when Doctor Who was basically introduced to America, a little before that. So that was young Charlie's first exposure. That's, yeah. And, and young Charlie's first crush on a companion. Oh. And, uh, and it was such a thrill because I got to meet her and we got to chat. And Did you, you ever think... Back no, then, no. When you're watching that show, you're like, I'm going to meet this girl. That's the beauty <laughs> of what we do, because <clears throat> as as you know, we meet so many people. As you know, um, just for example, there was a big Buck Rogers in the 25th century. All of a sudden, I'm hobnobbing with, <laughs> with the Gil Gerard. Yeah, and yeah, and and um, and Tom Christopher, and uh, yeah, Aaron and Gray, Tom Aaron Gray, yeah, and uh, and I'm just like, wow. I and I'm I'm thinking of those days in front of the TV going wow look at Erin yeah nice <laughs> nice suit you know and now here I'm talking to her and that just blows my mind and and it's the same with Louise Jameson I mean this is a girl who you know she had a little uh, like a buckskin thing on and yeah. and it was like I was you know going through puberty and that was enough for me and uh, but. Um, she, she yeah, was, baby. yeah, baby, <laughs> and, yeah, baby, uh, and every, you know, it was, it was a thrill to me to end the love of my life. I love this lady, Katie, Katie Manning, and she is the warmest, down to earth. She was the one that was flirting with you last year, right? Was that yeah. her? <laughs> <laughs> she was really. She was. That was that was some serious she flirting. Is, <laughs> she is a very warm, as we say, touchy feely person, which is I love because you're not afraid to hug them. You're not afraid. You know. Sorry, um, had to smile. Right. Cheek and, to cheek. But she's, she's naturally. Oh my God, she's very spiritual. And right after you meet her, you feel great. And she did remember me. We went right back to, you know, as you you guys could look at the pictures. And um, I sent her that picture. Right. And she put it right up on her Facebook page. And, uh, you know, and, and like that. And then um, 
there was a lot of other people uh, that I met. And uh, two people that I, I want to mention um, was Samantha Lee Howe and, um, and uh, David Howe. They are two amazing authors, um, and they're from, they're from England. And I got to talk to them. And you're going to hear that. That was a great interview. And, uh, you know, it was something that we, we sort of, I think, a friendship starting there from across the pond, you know. And, uh, you know, because I told them next time they come down to Long Island, you know, give me a call. I'll show you around. We'll go, yeah, go come, come down, down here yeah. and stuff like that. Um, great authors. It's a great interview, you know, and um, I would definitely... Uh, Recommend their uh, recommend uh, watching going to the uh, Facebook page and albums, and and looking at the pictures and then at a later date we're gonna yeah, air yeah. air that and um, you know um, then also uh, there was it was a little different this year because they were renovating the place and um, you know they were um, it it looked like you know, a makeshift convention. Right, right. But it really wasn't because it was really organized. It it, it had a nice sort of flow to it. So if you Ooh. had to make a complaint, it's not his fault, but it's his problem because the venue wasn't up to up Oh, to no, stuff. no, definitely not Ken's fault. Right. Ken made it happen. That that was the amazing part of Ken. He made it happen. It's it's uh, and because this was the funny part. Because they were doing the renovations, they took a chunk of the parking lot to put like um, construction stuff, construction and... stuff, and everything like that. So there were signs that go across the road in the doctor's complex, and uh, and it was it was raining that day really bad. And, the walk was like so. I was standing in the parking lot, <laughs> but I did have to go to the doctor's. Uh, the doctor's, huh? that's kind of funny. Yeah, I still had to go to the doc, uh, the doctor's office, and um, you know all that good stuff. But um, anyway, um, it it was a good experience. Uh, we saw we saw our friends there. Uh, you know Matthew. Yes. And uh, you know Lauren, Lauren, uh, our name. Basie, yes, and we saw saw them there, and uh, always great to see Matthew. Uh, Matthew's responsible for taking the picture of me interviewing David and Samantha. How? That's uh, uh, from the Heroes uh, Breath podcast. Remember, it's Heroes Journey. It's one of those two: Heroes Breath or Heroes Journey uh, uh, podcast that he does, right. also on YouTube, which, which was fabulous, us. by the way. Yeah, he interviewed us, and uh, it's, you just look up. Uh, I believe it's Heroes Breath. I yeah. think in my head, I keep on thinking Hero's Breath. Yeah, Hero's so Journey, um, I think it's Hero's, Hero's Journey. Yeah, and also one of uh, two of the doctors were there. Um, one, let me first mention Daphne Ashbrook, who was my Hero's Breath. She played in in 1996. She was in the Doctor Who movie. Okay, and um, she was the first American companion. There was she was the first play with Paul McCann. He was so the she, doctor. So she was American born. She's being... American born. Okay. And she was in the the movie with Paul McCann. She played she played numerous parts on like uh seventies uh seventies sitcoms. Right. Not sitcoms, but you know shows. Shows and stuff like that. But uh yeah, she was there. She very nice lady. And uh and um again, 
Mr. Uh, Paul McCann, who was the doctor from that 96 movie, and uh, who I had the pleasure of meeting uh, you, you met him last year, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and another gentleman I met last year, with, we took a great uh, picture with last year that I was with. We were sharing the Doctor Who scarf together, uh, <laughs> oh, Sylvester cool. uh, McCoy. Yes, yes, I remember And that. he was there and... Uh, uh, nice gentleman, really liked him. It's a pleasure meeting the doctors. I'm a big fan. So, uh, other than that, um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. And if I am, please, uh, you know, please forgive me. But Samantha had a, a book with all short stories in it. And um, uh, it was called The um, Kate Lightfoot Mysteries. And, uh, oh, apostrophe S. And one of the one of the titles, I just love the title of this uh, story. Yeah, and yeah, there he is. Uh, the title was "Zombies yeah, yeah. at Tiffany's." Okay, "Zombies at Tiffany's," and I just loved it. And in the in the my album there, right. you could see a picture of the book, and then she turned to that that mystery, and it's just "Zombies at Tiffany." I just took a picture of the title, but um, you know, it it's it was a fabulous. Um, Oh, and and uh, so it is heroes. Yeah, heroes breath, breath with uh, apostrophe. apostrophe. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and of course, Mr. Pop and Twist was there. Yes, get on the Oh my God! And he had life-size figures of the doctors. You should tell him to make a life-size you, so we can put in the chair when you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, it it was very nicely run. Right. It was an enjoyable. I always positive enjoyed, experience. Everybody yes, was happy. positive. I always enjoy Ken's, uh, Ken's uh, conventions, and um, being an LI geek, uh, LI who, and last year the combination of LI who and LI geek, and always I, I've been a big Doctor Who fan forever, and um, you know I just enjoy going and seeing the kids who are all into that now. And, and the thing is, like. You've made a lot of friends there, like oh like connections, because I remember like years after, like two or three years after you met Spencer Wilding, he was at another convention. Yeah. And he remembered you, and oh, I talked yeah. to him, and he's and like, yeah. We, like, we yeah. shared a Guinness. Uh, right. We went, uh, we love Guinness. We found out we have a love for Guinness. So uh, The World yeah, Record we, Company? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's Why, yes. right. Uh, so we went to the Big Apple Con. Yeah. And he was there, and I said, next time I see you, I'm bringing Guinness. Yeah. And there I brought the Guinness, I brought the mugs, and uh, and right at the end of the, the uh, convention, yeah. we shared a Guinness together. So nice. And uh, he even asked me to go to the pub. They were going down to the pub, and I had to cover the um, the concert. Right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, I, I had to, yeah. But that's, but that's the thing. So I would say that I haven't been to one of those in a long time because right. it's just always scheduling. Right. But those those types of conventions they're small conventions you know yeah. but they're personable like those are oh the conventions God, yeah. where you really want to meet somebody you can spend time with them yeah. you can talk to them without well, any pressure that's the thing i always said i love the local conventions with the exception of um the big apple con you don't love that one no 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 i'm saying <laughs> he's like as far I as love. meeting people and getting close you right. can at the big apple con yes that's what I'm saying. Uh, the locals, right, locals know, are on Long Island. Right. Big Apple is Manhattan. Right. Uh, there's no way 
no way you could do something like this in Comic Con. Right, New York Comic Con not going to happen. Yeah. Just not and even even the WinterCon you can you can talk to people. Yeah, because that's a moderate size. But right, but right. if you really want to have your time to sit and yes. talk to somebody, these are the types of conventions. Yes, that, definitely uh, that, that you should go. And to. Uh, our our friend Brendan was there. Yeah, Brendan Shaw. Yeah, so, shout out to him. So again, very positive positive. Experience experience as always and and i cannot see ken doing a bad convention i mean even from even that amazing convention he did at macarthur airport yeah was yeah that was kind of cool that was kind of cool, cool see yes. seeing people come off the airplane yeah like, what the hell is going on what, here what's going on <laughs> it and was they really have, cool and they have people from game of thrones there <laughs> Walking they have people doctor who they have uh <laughs> they have spencer was there that's yes, where that's i met him yeah that's actually really and funny. um and I and I oh god I forgot his name the uh, the bad guy from uh, Tron the first one Bruce Boxenleiter no wait no he was the an bad Eng guy English uh, actor the Borg um, no, no, no. yeah yeah bad guy I'll look him up he's, he's a great English actor he's bad been in a, a lot of movies and uh, he he was just a, a pleasure and that's where Ed Dillinger I, Ed Dillinger no, no yes no no no, no, no. he's too young bad no guy from Tron the, the one, original nineteen eighty original Tron Ed, um, why. Still Ed Dillinger. David Warner. Yes. David Warner. Go. Good job. And, uh, I'm like, I'm sorry, that's the name of the character. <laughs> yeah. Sark. Sark. That's yes. what it is. Mr. Right. Face. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And uh, then thing. I did my uh, interview there with... Uh, yeah. With... Um, with them? With the guy from uh, from Rocky and... Uh, yes, that was, mm -hmm. yeah. The Creed. McTavish. Yes. yes. And you know what's funny? After you did an interview, I'm seeing him pop up in all these different places. Yeah. Like, hey, that guy. And you know what? I didn't even know who he was. He was telling me about the new Rambo yeah. that was coming out, and he had a pleasure to work in that. No, that Plus was... Plus uh, the new the Creed. Creed, yeah, Creed yeah, yeah, was coming Creed, out. Yeah. And he says, <laughs> I worked with him recently in Rambo. And I didn't know until I saw Rambo. <laughs> okay, there he I, is. There he is. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Know, he's a lot bigger in Rambo than he was in The <laughs> Hobbit, you know? So, so but anyway, <laughs> so uh, an unbelievable, great experience. I missed the WinterCon. Right. But again, I, I wasn't hurting for a wonderful experience, a wonderful convention. Speaking of missing conventions, and we were just talking about the Big Apple Con, you missed out on the Big Apple Christmas Con, which was this oh past Oh, my God, weekend. yeah. Mm -hmm. They had... Um, None other than Sam J. Jones, the original Flash Gordon. Right. And uh, he's a little taller than uh, me, which was, you know, it's always weird to see meet people who are taller than me, speaking of Spencer Wilding. But it's just one of those things like, well, he's taller than me, but not much taller than me. And right. he... It was only a little intimidating. Yeah. And he's <laughs> extremely personable, really nice guy. Yeah. And his, the panel, which was the best thing about it, he was talking about so many other things beyond just acting. He was talking about like the business, and he was trying to give a positive message right. about. He the best thing he said was, you know, when people come and ask him, why did they take this role, or why does any actor take any role? He's like, unless you're like the the top three percent, you know, you see the answers when they give on TV. Oh, yeah, those are great. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, no. And he's like, no. You did it for the money. You need a job. That's why you That's took the role. It. Yeah, I, I heard another actor say but it's, that. Yeah, that was the yeah. Shatner's like, you know, you're yeah. always out of work unless you're working. Yeah. So if you, you know, you got to take those gigs. And it was funny yeah. for him to say that. And he was like, you know, I'm just trying to think of, you know, life lessons that he learned throughout the years. He has a new documentary out called Life After Flash. And so when someone said, hey, would you ever think about bringing, you know, reprising your role of Flash? He's like, this is, this is how it is. It's all about, you know, you take the job. 
And he's in some independent films that are coming up, which is kind of cool, that are coming out next year. So he said when they come out, he'll announce them. But he was talking about how sometimes there's two different voices that you hear, the negativity voice, and then the, the, the you know, you have, to, you have to shut out the negativity voice and just do the best right. job you can to get stuff done. So he was saying about how when he was doing the screen test for Flash Gordon, the director said that he had to wear contacts in his eyes. And back then, those were the hard, scratchy contacts. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, all the doubt. And he said, if you don't wear the contacts, you're not going to get the job. He didn't okay. wear the contacts, what? and he got the job. What? Because he's like, I'm not going to worry about all the negativity. I'm not going to worry about the contacts. I'm going to worry about doing the best job I can for the screen right. test for this audition. And he got the role, despite the fact that he didn't wear the contacts. So he's like, right. you know, that's things you have to, to think about. And he also... Gave us a lesson in, eco- in economics <laughs> during the panel. It was great. He goes, "All right, you gotta think about this. Like, you know, you get you get paid a million dollars for for a role, but yeah. then you, you know you have your agent to pay, you have this guy to pay, you have that guy to pay. You have to do this, you have to do that. And, so, and realistically, you know, you might get a million dollars for the role, but you're not coming home with a million dollars. Right. So you have to use that money wisely. You can't just go and splurge it. And he's like, you know, he's he says he's very open to talk about his ups and downs of his life. And he says that he didn't heed that advice. And he said three times he was up and he went really down and he came back up and went really down again because he didn't, in his mind, I got to pay Uncle Sam. I got to, I got to pay my agent. I got to pay, you know, the, this guy got to pay pay that. So he's like, you know, if, if you, if you take anything away from listening to me, you know, always think about these sort of things that most people don't think of. Right. So that way you'll be able to survive in the industry. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes you, you're in a, a show. Because I asked him about The Highwayman. Because I like The Highwayman. It was yeah, an old was show. Good, it was a good show. I remember it. Um, it was with him and Jocko. That was the, when we had the Australian invasion back then. Yeah. It was um, Paul Hogan and Jocko. He's going, oi. That was, <laughs> that yes. was, that was his thing. Oi. Yeah. And it was like a, a road warrior type futuristic show where they, they had two leads. And they drove around in trucks, and one truck had like a sports car attached to it, and it detached from the truck and became like a little sports car. And the other one had a helicopter that opened up, and he flew around the helicopter. That was right. the, that was the show, and I liked the show, but it got canceled. And he's like, the, "We won the ratings, but because of you know network politics, the show got canceled because Lame. they had to make room for somebody else coming in, Lame. who had you know Lame. connections right. that they had to put their show on." It's like you don't expect, you know, these things happen, so you have right. to be prepared. For all of a sudden, he's like, you know, I know you didn't come to hear me talk about economics and money. You can't talk about Flash, but... Yeah, but it's... it was a good thing he did because people say, oh, you got $5 million for that. What the yeah. hell are you... You know, but yeah, there's a lot of people, you know... So that was really cool. And then, as uh, Mike Carbonaro, uh, who's the head of the Big Apple Con, um, he got uh, Sam J. Jones to dress up as their new Christmas superhero... Santa Man <laughs> to give out presents oh, no. at the convention. <laughs> and I took a picture of him in his costume, and he's like, I'm more of a commando Santa than anything. Yeah. He had like a little a red beret, and yeah. he had a little jacket. Uh, the pictures will be up by the time this airs. Uh, but I thought it was kind of funny. He was, like I said, a very nice yeah, guy, very, I, very great. I did not get to talk to Peter Scolari. Nobody did. <laughs> no, he that. wasn't giving interviews. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, I have to reiterate because... Uh, Kate Fox, I was talking to her. She Friend said, herself, the, yeah. she said the uh, same thing about the panel. Yeah, it was one of the best panels. She's 
was really, really good, really amazing. Um, very personable uh, guy. It's it's always it was always nice to run into people like that, you know. Yeah. And it was funny because during the panel he mentioned that he's really good friends with Lou Ferrigno. I was like, how can this be? This oh, is my, not possible. Uh, please, <laughs> I've seen um, Barbara Luna, another friend of ours. From, yeah, 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 Barbara from, Luna. From uh, you know, Flash Gordon from twenty, not Flash. Uh, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Yeah. Um, she uh, has all these conventions with all these stars. Right. And uh, you'll see every once in a while on her uh, Facebook page, like you'll see Lou with somebody yeah. else. And I just find it funny that you know it's one of those one yeah. of those things. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I saw a lot of our friends at the at the Big Apple Christmas Con. It was at a new location, the New Yorker. Um, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Like it was a very different feel. Yeah. Uh, it's not like how it was. And they're yeah. there for another five years. They are going to be there for another five yeah. years. And they already announced dates for like you know two three years down the line. They already know when they're going to be there. Yeah. Um, I had a great time. Uh, always good seeing people who I know, people who I haven't seen in a while. Right. Um, I, my friend Russ Braun, uh, Brian Kong, um, Dave uh, Ryan. Uh, he's uh, working on a new comic called uh, New Devil with the creator of The uh, Blue Devil, which was for right. DC Comics, Paris Collins. Um, I met a whole bunch of new people, yeah. and we're going to set up some interviews for them as well. And, uh, yeah, so I had a great time. Um, yeah. It wasn't I, too crowded. Yeah. They had uh, three different... They had uh, the three different areas. So you had the main mezzanine when you walked in. It was overlooked the the Christmas tree in the hotel. Yeah. And then it had two separate rooms. One was a more dealer-friendly room, but it had a couple of artists there, the cosplayers. And then it had a second room, which was more artist-heavy. Yeah. And then they had the panels, and that was it. So it was kind of small, but it nice. was weird. Like, it's very, a little well, that was weird Those are film. some of the best con, uh, cons, the, you know, when they're, they're condensed. But how was the flow? The flow was, um, like I said, it, for me it was weird because when you when you walked in, you had the main like this little uh, surrounding area, so you got to walk around that. Neil Adams was over in the corner, and you can walk and talk to Neil or not talk to Neil, depending of mm-hmm. how you're interacting with, with them. <laughs> and then you can either go right or you can go left. There's two different entrances, so you go to the right, and that is where the artist alley is. But if you go to the left, you go to where the celebrities are, yeah. and if you pass through the celebrities, that's where the dealer room was. So yeah. it was kind of like a spread out, like a V type. Type thing. And the nice. panels were upstairs. Right. So it was very weird. It was a very weird flow. And uh, one of the dis- big disappointments besides Sam for me was that our Bobby Chula. Yeah, I, I, she, I saw um, her. We, we saw her when she was just starting out. She was, she was promoting herself with her mm-hmm. new her cosplay thing. Yep. And in the few, I'm saying in two short years, she's become a phenomenon with these, with these, uh, Conventions. She was actually cosplay a guest of honor there. She actually uh, was in the the Queen's Gazette because she was part of the picture I took with uh, Frank at WinterCon. She was right. very happy. She's like, did you see it yeah. in the newspaper? It's like, yeah, I'm so happy. So yeah, if yeah. you go on to the uh, Queen's Gazette um, yeah. website, uh, qgazette.com, and look up uh, the Thanksgiving uh, edition, which was yeah. the 27th of November. Right. It's it's on the website. You can go look it up in the archives. You'll see um, my article I did on the WinterCon, and she's in the picture with me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I remember the um, last time we went to uh, Big uh, Big Apple Con. She was there. Yeah, and uh, her mom, who is absolutely gorgeous, <laughs> and uh, yeah, baby, yeah, baby, <laughs> yeah, mom. You know I'm talking about you. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, she says in in two short years. She has, yeah, yeah, just uh, and that's because she she worked for she uh, she goes to every convention. She's yeah, 
she's there and uh you know that's that's uh that's what's going on. So that was that's the what uh, it is. Big Apple Christmas Con, uh, very Christmas Christmas E, I would say. And now uh, the Sopranos pre pre party, which was um, that same weekend of yeah, that was a Friday. The Sopran- right, that was the Friday of this big beginning of the weekend. I don't know, I can't even talk. It was so. <laughs> Amazing that weekend. So for the pre party, which is so different than the actual the, convention. This was the VIP. The um VIP uh dinner pre convention dinner. So That's it was a pre party so it was a dinner, it wasn't a party, it was like a dinner a dinner. Pre convention dinner. And it was a buffet type, you get right. your food and you sit and and it was uh it was amazing. Um Bernadette Giacomazzo. See, I, I knew I, you'd be able to pronounce it correctly. She, I oh, my God. I am so in love with this lady. She is one of the nicest people on the face of this planet. I, I love being in a company. She makes you feel comfortable. She makes you feel as important as the talent is because she wants you to promote them. So she goes out of her way. Like, for example, another phenomenal thing about this convention was that there was three shows that collaborated on this convention. There was the Kate Fox show, which mm-hmm. I'm a part of, and this show. Mm-hmm. And then there was, even though Leslie Fry was working for you yes. as a photographer, she's still part of the Bitten Apple. Yes. And so that was phenomenal as it is. So, folks, Kate Fox did amazing interviews I did the video for those interviews. All on the YouTube page. All on, right. Fox, and um, check those those interviews out. They're great. And, um, did then you do audio interviews there? Also? These are audio interviews. No, did you do any audio interviews? It's okay. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's. Uh, I was doing all the video. You're doing video and yeah, so you're taking me, the pictures. Me and Kate, it was a collaboration of right. shows right there. And uh, so... I think we have those on our our. Uh, I know the Instagram was we have pictures of that. Yeah, that and was. And I think you posted some pictures. I posted a lot of pictures. Yeah, right. and uh, I think we have to throw the uh, or if you go to the Kate Fox show, listen to that. But we're gonna throw it over to it came from the radio, because we both share right right that page. So, right, right. Uh, um, it was the the food was amazing. The people were amazing. Uh, uh, Tony Darrow, uh, who I love, he's he's an amazing actor. Um, he was he was funny. He came over to Kate, and uh, he she says, "Oh, Tony," and she sort of hesitated on the list. And he says, "Hey, why are you going to interview me if you don't know my name?" <laughs> you know, which of course she was kidding. Right. But uh, I went. I was good, Tony. We know you. I, I'll prove we know you. And I did a line. From analyze this with right. him, and uh, I did Chaz Palminteri's line, and he looked at me after I did that, and he go, "I like you," <laughs> you know. So I said, "See, who knows you?" So was this like, uh, um, I would say, as the the VIP pre dinner, was that like to meet and greet and eat with the celebrities, or was it like separate tables, like the celebrities it are on one just, side um, and uh, the fans are on the other side, and they just watch them eat? No, like, no, how, no, 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 no. Um, what was it? What was it like? Bernadette and her crew, which I love her crew, they're all great. Um, she, they went out of their way. There was the red carpet there, right? And she came up to us, and um, Wise Guy Radio was there, which is you know they 
they were part of the show. They were part of uh, okay. the uh, sponsors to the show. So they got first pick. She said they were where they wanted to be on the red carpet. Right. Then she came to us, which I was totally on it, and she says, where do you guys want to be? And we picked the place right next to, you know, right with the backdrop and stuff. And then she put other people, right. you know, where they wanted to be, but after us. And then she brought everybody to us and introduced them, what they did in, in the sprint, who they were. And um, another gentleman, which, oh, my God, you're going to hate me, but I, I don't know his name. Go to Decade Fox or our show and watch that interview. He's in the new movie. Okay. Okay. And, and he is one of the greatest guys. We're in a lot of pictures together. And um, the the only bad thing about the convention or the bad thing about the dinner right. was the food. That, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, that I couldn't go to the convention. Right, 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 and right. Oh, so many of these people were going. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you. And I'm going. No, yeah, you don't yeah, know what gotta, kind of convention yeah, we can we have. Stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. So um, the food off the charts. They had. Um, they have top-notch buffet, right? Um, anywhere from uh, sausage and peppers, uh, made by Italians, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. And they had you can't these, have bad Italian food, right? Yeah, and uh, they <laughs> no had, no Olive Garden food here, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. But what they had that I was uh, especially partial to yes. was this salmon that was sort of like sautéed in a butter sauce, but it had a right. like a little. You know, like crust on it, yeah. like bread crust and, and stuff. It was freaking delicious. I went back three times to that <laughs> bad boy. But Bernadette, um, we worked hard, and and Bernadette knew that, and she says, you guys make yourself at home. Go eat. Make sure you eat. She made sure we were doing that besides our, you know, work. Open bar. Wow. And open bar. Open bar. And, uh, you know. It it was so it was a very VIP experience. VIP <laughs> beyond because we were in a racetrack and they had the the seats and the glass there. So was we there racing on, going we, on? Yeah, we were on a level wow. and there it was the trotters and there's racing going on. In fact, in some of the interviews, you'll you see, see the, the horse running by and back. And it was closed, so it was. I remember it was a very cold night and it was closed and everything was beautiful. Bernadette handled it. Excellent, and we love her. She loves us, and her people are are amazing. And we got thrown into right away. We got thrown into the the mob movie con, right? Which in Lang City, yes. Looking forward to that in April. So you actually mentioned this to me. You actually mentioned this to me off the air. Um, so the the VIP. Uh, party dinner, pre-party dinner. What, what would you actually call it? The pre-event? It's uh, VIP. VIP. Pre-convention, Pre-convention dinner. dinner. Yeah. What's much like the red carpet event at um, Elsie Ginsburg right. did for her Macabre right. Film, right, film right, Festival right, right. during during yeah. the award ceremony. Yes, it was pre-dinner because they went to the red carpet right into the room for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was, that was done, uh, you know, in in uh, such a way because you had Michael Zinn girls right right over yeah. there telling us bringing us the people and telling us right who they they, they were. had them escorted right to you, exactly right, yeah. so this was Bernadette herself bringing the people you know this is Tony Darrow this is uh, Audie uh, Pasquale this is uh, you know and uh, and it was uh, it was a great uh, great 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 
experience it was Sorry. worth the aggravation getting to and uh you know so you can consider these events a success oh my god it, for first time be, convention cuz no this would, is the first time doing this yes i would be crazy but you know what they for the first time ever they are so perfect. They are, are so dead on balls accurate. It's amazing. And and they work hard. They all work hard. And oh, and another thing. Uh at the end of the convention, he big pussy comes walking up the staircase. And uh, you know That's was, his name, everybody, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. his actual name of the show. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm yeah. not gonna censor that. I would, yeah. So um he comes walking up and he was like sometimes I wanna say you know you're an actor, right? But you never know what they did to become an actor. So I'm keeping that, you know. But um, again, uh, I, you know, Dominic would have been, Dominic would have been. Well, he told uh, us about the actual convention. Yeah, convention. He loved it. Yeah, yeah. It was the way it was run, the whole thing, the way it was run. There wasn't anything bad anybody could say about it. Which you know? is amazing for a first-time con. Nice. Yeah. Well, we we you know, saw... usually we always have like the if you had anything that's bad to say about it, yeah. it'd be like this or like sometimes like like we say things that sometimes they have no control over. Like I was yeah. saying with uh, with Ken, yeah, that the venue was undergoing construction. It's not their fault. No, right. but if like it's, if it's a negative to say that would be the negative, which is no uh, yeah. a strike against him. Yeah, or like um like when we talk about uh, the Eternal Con, we always like oh the security and um, um the NASA Coliseum in and of itself keeps on changing the rules like right. it's not frank's fault right so like these things and he's been doing it for a couple of years now but these things still happen right but for in this situation for the sopranos con yeah. it seemed like it was really well <laughs> it's it's like we've seen it at the playboy club how how it was run how how bernadette went out of her way to you know no playboy bunnies at the sopranos con no, not at all. So that would be a complaint. No Playboy bunnies. You know what? You, you know what? It would be. It would be. But they had a bada bing girl, right? I oh, saw the picture. Yes, and <laughs> I was just going to mention that. Segway. Um, they had uh, Katrina Michio, right? And she was one of the bada bing girls, and she's gorgeous, as you could see in my picture. But you know. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, she's also. An actor, a director, a filmmaker, and a screenwriter. Wow. So, um, you know, she. I got a card, and it's perfect. It says, live, create, tell the story, repeat, <laughs> you know? And uh, she was very, very nice and, and uh, just a lovely person also. And uh, it, like I said, there's not one person we met there, you know, that was... You know, well, there was one, but I'm not going to mention it. Was it Lou Ferrigno? The Lou Ferrigno show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was sort of like him channeling Lou Ferrigno. Okay. But um, it it wasn't, uh, you know, I'm not going to mention it because it's not fair because, uh, you know, he showed up uh, late and right. you look like he was aggravated. But sometimes you, know, you, sometimes you, know, you get a bad day. Everybody sometimes tells you me, can get a bad day. Yes. Everybody tells me Ferrigno. how wonderful that <laughs> Midler is. And when I met her, she was a... I, I I remember you back know? in the day, um, my mom used to tell me about uh, Tony Randall. Yeah, that he was not the nicest person. Yeah, 
I met Tony yeah. twice. Yeah. Was was he nice to you? Well, I, he made me take a picture. He gave me an autograph, and once he did not like Flash. Oh. You know, not ah, uh, but the, uh, <laughs> the Flash. Flash. Yeah, um, he um, he did not like Flash, and one day, well, we back were, then, we the, the flashes room. were really powerful. Yeah, we were in the green room, and I took a picture, and he was he was very nice about it. But you could see the the squint of him and. Um, him and uh, I was going to say Oscar Madison, him and Jack, Jack Klugman, yeah. And uh, then I met him on the street one time, and uh, very, very nice guy. I mean, I'm, I didn't break bread with him, right? But but, the, but like I said, but sometimes but there he, are stories is, of certain. He is the character, right? He is Felix, uh, you um, know, right. with that that air about him, and um, you know. So like I said, I none of that except right. one, and and that could be uh, that could be something. So. That's, uh, we got a but again, Bernadette. I I can't tell you how what a great friend of this show she is. So, any other shout outs you want to do before we run out of time? Um, well, of course, my favorite milk, which we have the, the, a, the dog the milk, uh, the palm star, <laughs> yes, was there, and uh, we did an autograph. I, I think you you're know, a dog lover, so that's I, I'm a dog lover, and and this lady does more. For you know charity and charity all that stuff, and yeah. Dogs and, yeah. Uh, so she's she's all right in my book, and uh, Milk <laughs> is the cutest little Pomeranian. She is so lovable. Uh, Kate Kate fell in love with her, and you got to see the interview. You know they have, but um, yes, I'm here. Uh, you have to see the interview. They they have. It's really right. cute and uh, really great interviews. And again, any other shout outs you want to give out? Um. I, I'm I'm blanking on the names. <laughs> yeah, I'm not remembering people, and I'm sorry for that. We'll add them in post. Yeah, <laughs> we'll but, and uh, this guy, and that guy. Yeah, that's, that's I'll remember and, one day at another show oh, and go. And you know, by the way, yes, <laughs> don't forget. By the way, shout out to. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But um, you go on go on our Facebook pages, and you'll see all those people, and I I love them all. They were just. So nice and so willing, right, to do the interviews and so into, right, the you know so into being down to earth, you know, on those interviews. So we got to give a shout out to Bernadette. Woo! Oh, and I got, I got shouts, Bernadette, and I got shouts out. Um, I just guy, asked you. Yes, and I I forgot. We jogged his memory somehow. Senior moments. Uh, we have, uh, <laughs> we have the people from. Uh, um, you forgot it again. No, uh, we got people from Bada Bean, Bada Bean Coffee. Bada bean. Did you ever hear of that? Product? Bada Bean Coffee. Bada Bean Coffee. And no, but I love it. It's C A. It's not coffee. It's C A Coffee. C A W F E. Yeah. And um, Jimenez Cigar Company, who who made the official uh, Soprano cigars. Right. They, I saw I, on the picture with the box and the name yeah, on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I got. I have one. It was nice enough. Coffee. To Jersey Coffee, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. I see and, it. It's uh, cute. It's funny. Jimenez, uh, yeah, bada bing. And, um, Love it. So those those people were fine. I had a model who was with them, and of course, you know, I had to take a shot. Life's rough. Yeah, baby. Yeah, so uh, you'll see me with a gorgeous blonde. And then you'll say, when you see that picture, you'll say, one of these things does not belong here. <laughs> one of these uh, things is not so, like the But others. anyway. Uh, Any uh, other shout outs? I, I n- no comment until the time limit is up. All no. right, so let's see. Uh, as I said, Bernadette, we're going to give her a, a shout-out. Thank you, oh, Bernadette, very, very much. Yeah, Ken. Yeah. 
I'm going to give uh, Ken Deep uh, yeah. another shout out for the uh, LI Who A Unearthly Convention. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, of course, Mike Carbonaro for the uh, Big Apple Christmas Con. Yes, let me, let me just. Oh, here we go. I know, he got I it. I know you. He got it. You say Bernadette, and you, and you don't want to touch that last name. I already messed it's it up enough times. Giacomazzo. Giacomazzo. Yeah, Giacomazzo. So right. we're almost out of time. So oh my God, what a show! It was nice. So final thoughts. About. Final thoughts, Charlie. Final thoughts of the three um, of the three events we just talked about. Yeah. Final thoughts. Um, Great time. I, good I time. Just, good Don't times, go back. Just, Check out the website. Yeah, what, what is it? You know, it, it's just so amazing that we, you know, these are the things that make us love what we do. You know, we, we get our moments <laughs> with uh, film festivals, but, you know, these are the things that make me love what I do here and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, Zambo, final thought? Uh, happy New Year. Merry Festivus to all of us. Even though it already yeah. passed. That's fine. Festivus <laughs> and, uh, to the rest yes, of us. Yes, exactly. Uh, even though it did already pass, yes, you are right. Yes, it did. But um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, and 2020 yeah. is going to be absolutely fantastic. For which we're every, already in. Which now. we're already yeah. in. 2020 <laughs> should be better <laughs> yes. than last year. We're in and touch, so far so it's been okay. in touch, yes. Yes. So my final thought is all. this. Once again, shout out to all three, uh, three guys. Um, thank you for always inviting us to these conventions. Go check out their websites. Make sure you go to the conventions or events that are happening in 2020, which we are now in. Um, so, yeah, that about does it. And remember. Yes. yes. Remember. Yes. It's Merry Christmas. <laughs> if you're you're not of the we're Christmas. So uh, we're so past Christmas yeah, right now. Yeah, it's, I know. It's it, probably in the middle of we're like Valentine's Day about this, now. Use this Merry for, Valentine's use Day. Use this for next year. <laughs> Yes, but next Merry 2021, Christmas. next year. Yeah, don't exactly. Piss um, us off. So that about does it for this week on the Cape Does it radio. really, Mark? Join us right here any week on this radio station. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you part of the show. Go to our website, www.camefromradio.com. Listen to our archives. We've got in a week or so, or, you know, in a month or a year or whatever. Um, check us out in such places as uh, we have a YouTube page. We have a Facebook page. We do a Facebook uh, Live um, every uh, 2 p.m.-ish. Uh, every Wednesday, we we do a live shows. We do that also. Or check us out on such places as Overcast, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker, or Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, Acast, Castbox, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podmust, Luminary, Blueberry, Mixcloud, Apple Podcast, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Castro, Pandora, Alexa, or just you can, Google. Wait, wait. There's no, more. There's th- more. There's more. You can ask Siri. And she will play us if you just oh, text her to this say it is came why from the radio. I love Siri. Yes. Or what can you do? Google, it came from the radio. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Ace. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.